Hey everybody and welcome to this week's podcast where I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Robbie McMillan. Now Robbie grew up in Cardiff just like myself but at an early age he decided he wanted to move to the Canary Islands and live in Puerto Rico. Unfortunately things didn't go as planned. Robbie became addicted to drugs, alcohol and he almost committed suicide. But Robbie is now two years sober and I'm delighted to say he's here to share his story with us. I hope you enjoy. This is the Jer Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerconroy.ie. Robbie McMillan, welcome to the podcast. Hello, my brother. How are you? I'm good. Are you keeping well? Very well, very well, buddy. Well, I say life is good. Life is is yeah, as everybody, just up and down, emotions up and down, head mm. up and down. Mm. But we'll get on to that. Yeah, look, we will. Well, I tell you, let's get straight into it then, okay? So I said in the intro that you're from Cardiff, same as myself. So basically, tell everybody your journey. I know that we were friends when we were younger, and then all of a sudden, you're living in Spain. But but kind of start yeah. us off in that. You grew up in Cardiff, and kind of just tell us your story. Grew up in Cardiff, went to school out in um, Kilbarrick, went to a place called North Bay, which is like a multi-denominational school. Mm. Um, then secondary school, we were in Mount Temple, um, and I loved, I loved that because I, I playing ball as well. I played rugby, played rugby for them, played, and then ended up going up and play, signing for Clontarf, played with them for a while, um, and I'd done a little stint in Kilmine actually as well. Um, I went down there for half a season, but um, that was me school. Never really stuck with the school and it just didn't didn't sit with me I remember the principal actually driving me back one day because he he was from Blanche and he was dropping me back one day and he says you don't even have a school bag you know and he said would you um take up plumbing you know and you can do it in the school so the next day I was an apprentice plumber like no way yeah so I'd done that for about I was plumbing for about three years I three years I was going into my fourth year I only had a year left and we went away to um, we went away to Grand Canary me and four of the lads and I remember just thinking this is just I'd never really been away yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. you got to go in when you were younger do you know what I mean <laughs> you got to go to the park and that was it so I just loved it and I remember just thinking that everything has to I have to get over here yeah do you know what I mean? It just unlocked a bit of me brain. It was the madness. Do you know what I mean? And I'll lead on to that. But um, I ended up bringing me boss and saying, "Here, listen, I'm I'm done." And he was going, "You're fucking crazy, man! What are you doing? You've only, you know, you've twelve months left, and you're qualified." And I was like, yeah. "I never park was never in it." I remember yeah. just thinking, "You're just going with the flow." It was never my path in life, you know, to be on a building site. You have and to then, enjoy what you do. Ah, a hundred percent. And I, I know that now. When you're younger, you're just you don't know what you want. Do you know what I mean? And mm. yeah, we ended up I was uh, I ended up coming out here with the boys. They all kind of ended up disappearing. And I was here, bro. I was in Grankin, I'm in Puerto Rico. Um and I was there for about three years when I met Sarah and I ended up moving to London. And I went back into plumbing. Um we done everything. We were doing plumbing and we were installing, yeah, all plumbing throughout the lot, really. And I was just sick of it. I hated getting up at bleeding five o'clock in the morning, coming home at eight o'clock at night. Anybody that lives in London, it's a nightmare to get anywhere. Yeah. And I remember back on holiday, we come back on holiday, and one of the DJs called in sick, and I was outside. Me and her, we were on the drink, you know. And he says, "You wouldn't do a night." So I went in and done a night and the place was hopping like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, here, listen, if you ever want to move over, you know, I'll give you a residency. And I was thinking, no way. <laughs> so I bought the gas in London and also we just said, here, listen, we'll get some tenants in and we'll buzz over and just see what the crap. We were still young. Like I was a, I would have been about 26 yeah. and the kids straight into Spanish school. Um, they love it now. Yeah, they're, Canarian, really, you know. Yeah, how old were they, the kids when you moved over? May was about eight. 
so it was tough for her. Leo yeah. didn't different, so he went. He was only two, mm. so he went straight into like um, nursery, and he just picked it up straight away. Very you know good, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. They're bilingual, and then May was a little bit different, but she got there eventually. She's sixteen now, do you know what I mean? So she's leaving this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they flew. Um, it's just a really different way of life here for the kids. Where it's you know what it's like when it's when you're on your holidays in in Dublin. You know they're out until late. You know what I mean. The sun doesn't go down until ten. They're roaming around. It's really safe where we are. Do you know what I mean? And they just love it. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't. So like. You wanted to obviously get out of London, you were plumbing and, and you just wanted something different. And obviously you had that opportunity to go to Puerto Rico then and just kind of start fresh, I suppose. Yeah, and I did. we didn't know what I wanted to do. Like we come over here and I remember I, I picked up a job as, you know, bringing people into a restaurant and I was brilliant at it because I can talk to anybody. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can imagine you I'm doing that actually, yeah. You know, we, we kind of flew with that and but the money was terrible. and we But we were getting by, you know what I mean? But... And then the same again, and um, that job ended up falling through, which our man, the bar, ended up letting go. And then I ended up, we went through a little bit of a, it's just, just getting by. We were having a great time. Like, yeah. I was guarding yeah. out tomorrow. I was like a, a lunatic. On the train? Um, oh, stop. That was that was kind of the start, because I've always had these tendencies to to do everything it, uh, like I say to people, I'm not wired up right. Do you know what I mean? I have this tendency where I can, I, I'm either one, all or one, one for all. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't go and have two pints. Hmm. I, I, by the, by the time she's drank half of her drink, I've had two pints. I've had two shots. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. And now I've unlocked Narnia where I'm just like this absolute head the ball running around like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. That was the start of the misery, me downward spiral. I ended up picking up a job as a DJ in a in a little pokey bar, and it ended up being re- it was it was it ended up being really big. And then I got headhunted for another bar down the bottom, and that was called Piccadilly's. And we ended up being number one. We were number one on TripAdvisor in Spain. The place was hopping. I'd, you yeah. were there. Yeah, I, I went and, and uh, I went, what was that, probably six years ago when I first went over there and Sheila was pregnant at the time and we went in to see it in Piccadilly's and I have to hand it to you, the place was hopping. It was it was uh, unbelievable. It, like It was really we, good. There was something special about it. It was like a, we, we tapped into something that nobody else really had. It, it, it was, the whole start was brilliant and I was just this, when you look back, you were kind of the jester. Do you know what I mean? You were, you yeah, yeah. But you're, you're you're introducing everybody to Piccadillys. What you are doing was you are just getting everybody up, having games, everybody making yeah. them feel comfortable, basically, just having a crack. And everybody, but and I was encouraged as well to have a couple of scoops. So you know, you get in half nine, <laughs> bosh, have a couple of pints. You know, this is the best job ever. Like I'm saying, I would want to be anywhere else in the world. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting yeah, paid bags. Yeah. The money was stupid and you can do what you want. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I ended up moving. I was there for three years and we went to number one. We won awards. It was brilliant. And I got headhunted for another bar, an Irish bar um, called Dicey Riley's. Now, that was brilliant as well, but that was an even easier click. I only had to introduce a band. You know, all of the people I knew kind of come in. I'd done a little bit in between. I'd done a bit of stand-up. I was kind of you know, I had a half an hour really in between the bands just to keep everything going. I was like the master of ceremonies. Um, yeah. But then, and I was going like, to say, like, you have it all so easy and you're still able to drink in Dices as well, were you? I could still do what I wanted. So this is where the drinking really started. I was mm. coming in at that, that, that point of beer or the bottle had now turned into, right, I'll get in and have a pint of vodka or a pint of vodka and Coke. Mm. Now, in my mind, as an alcoholic, I was, you'd look in the mirror and go, you're looking good today, boy. But a lot of other people around you are going, have you seen Robbie? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I never re- but then I ended up sniffing gear, right? And I, I wasn't that, 
it was more to, to keep you, you in, in your head you're thinking I'm getting locked here early doors I'm not even on here and I'm feeling buckled already you know what I mean so boom I ended up starting doing that um, and then before you know it that's just a slippery slope you're latching on the conversations you're just all over the gaff I'd love to watch a video back because in your head you think you're doing the right thing you know it's this is just normal do you know what I mean I was it ended up being fun to start with where you were brilliant you were like this you know stand-up comedian I was on the stage and I ended up taking a load of these sleepers as well so I've taken a couple of sleepers before I went to bed because you kind of have to go sleep straight away to try and function the next day mm. just a slippery slope so I was taking two of them when I was waking up in the morning and then before you know it you know, you'd go to the beach or something with the kids and then I'd be gone to fucking spark. I was asleep for the whole day. It ended up getting to the point where I was gambling. I was doing a lot of, a lot of coke, a lot of drink. And then, yeah, it, it, this went on for about two years and slowly starting to argue with her. And it was, it was horrible. You look back now and I think how, how did I last? Because yeah, yeah. You know, these sleeping tablets, they're the worst things ever. It's like coming off. It's like they are the most addictive things if you look into it. And they, what they do as well, when you take one of these, half of it's stored in your stomach, right? And it builds up fat, right? So before you know it, you're, even if you're exercising, because I'd be going to the gym and I'd be trying yeah, yeah. to talk you this is it, Jer, I'm, I'm, I'm back on the pal. And you're like, yeah, yeah, of course you are, Rob. But then I'd go to the gym, hung over as that. But these tablets, they store, they release half sleepers and half of it stored in us fat. So, you know, even three years later, this is still getting released out of you. But I ballooned up to about, I was about 24 stone. And I remember just thinking, everywhere I was going, I was sweating. I felt rough all the time. And I'd, I'd go on a band there, so I'd do three days, four days, and I'd have to have two days off. But within them two days, you end up being really ill because, you know, you, you've relaxed, you've chilled out, you're trying to get yourself together, you know what I mean? Mm. And um, I ended up being really ill. I remember at the end of it, being ridiculously just tired, just run down. And I knew it was coming to an end. I knew there was an, an end to this I just didn't know when if I was going to kill myself or or not. And that's that's like because I remember you're talking about and you're exercising throughout and you'd be messaging me and stuff. Like I didn't know any of this, obviously. Like you're in Puerto no. Rico, I'm back here in Dublin, and and you just sent me a message on Facebook, whatever. Oh, I want to lose weight, and we did the whole weight loss journey with you. You got a really good before and after picture as well. But like when you're doing all of this okay obviously it's it's just gonna go yo-yo you know what i mean just gonna go back to the start oh. but then you reached out one day and you actually told me everything that was going on and i think yeah. you might have been in hospital when you reached out maybe i'd, I'd collapsed i come yeah. home one i come home one night and i remember i remember kind of just blacking out mm. and I, I i wasn't a blackout drinker i wasn't i wasn't i, I never classed myself as an alcoholic you think of an alcoholic and think, Jesus, you know, Jimmy's waking up in the morning. But for me, it's been uncontrollable over one drink. Mm. Right. So that night I remember passing out and I remember thinking to myself, geez, I might have to get help here. And I woke up and I had a big scar on my head. And I remember someone sitting me down and saying, listen, are you all right? And I remember going, yeah. of, course, of course I'm all right. What's wrong with me? And I remember she was going like, are you, are you, do you not think you might need a bit of help? Like, it ended up getting to a point where I was, I ended up walking out of the gaff with a bag on my back. And I went, you know, good luck to you, see you later. I didn't care about the family around anymore. And I woke up in a gaff of Melanero's, loads of gear. I'd spent all my money. And I remember her on the phone to me, I was thinking, oh, good luck. And I'd just come home. That morning, actually, I had a phone call off of Martin. You know, he's just tried to ring me now, Martin Clegg. Um, he's my guardian angel, right? is what I call him, because that morning I woke up in this gaff, sweating me nuts off, had no sleepers, been on the biggest bender you could ever be on. And he was ringing me. And I, I remember I answered and I goes, what's the crack? And he says, 
Um, you know, what's the weather like? And I hadn't spoken to Martin in about three years. And he, I said, Martin, I'm, I'm wrecked here, Palace. I'm in a gaff. She's leaving me. I don't know what to do. And he says, um, you know, go, I'm going to, I'm going to get you. He, he was in AA. He said, I'm going to okay. get you to today at three o'clock. Now, don't be late. Get in there. And I remember going in on my hands and knees to be forced me. And, um, and yeah, since then, that was the 20th of February, 2019. And since then, I haven't t- t- touched a, a bit of gargle. Between that and that as well, when I told her, I remember just being in the toilet and I took a knife and I says, fuck, I'm going to kill myself. I said, what? She didn't know. She didn't know the extent of my addiction. You know, she just thought it was this lunatic at the end. You know what I mean? She was falling out of me. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that she stayed with me. Mm. And I remember thinking, I'd just kill myself. It'd be easier. And I got the knife and I went into the bathroom and I just... It's, it's the selfish thing to do, I suppose, isn't it? It's the easy way out. And maybe I might have lost my bottle, I suppose. But I'm so glad I didn't because it's not the answer. And I hear about all of this now because I'm doing this charitable. You hear about these people who are killing themselves and it's 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 prevalent these days. It's the it's the yeah, easy like, it's just happening. I'm not, it's happening no, I'm not, too much. They have some of that something has happened to them. It's it's and it's it's hard because it's just hard. You know, I was in a bad state of mind, man. That's I wouldn't wish upon anybody. And I didn't see a way out because you're in this like web of lies because you're lying to you, you're lying to your 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 family, you know, you burned bridges, your friends are your friends aren't friends because I was on a load of poke. They're just people that were hanging around with me because they knew I just go, yeah, sound there's 50 euro, do whatever you want, you know what I mean? Just as long as I had people around me. I might have been the most social person in the room, but inside I was probably the loneliest. Mm. Uh, you know, at the front that I was this fucking big celebrity on the island where, you know, inside I was this shivering wreck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when obviously you're in the bathroom and, and you didn't, thank God, you didn't go through with it. Like, what happened then? You just start going to AA and <clears throat> yeah, I went, the drink, getting I went, off the drugs. Yeah, I went in. That was the the, the, the 19th was the, or the 20th of February was the, the day where it all went bananas in the gaff do you know what I mean everybody was hurt and you know the everything had to come out there had to be no stone unturned mm. the truth had to come out you know what I mean yeah, what yeah. it was because I was lying to her constantly do you know what I mean Just lying 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 so did she not you know, know any of this then did she not know you were on drugs and I, drinking and she all knew I, she knew I'd be gargling I'd hide it well so you know I, at the end, I wouldn't drink beer because you'd stink. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah, what yeah. do you can't smell it. But she knew. She, I think she just didn't care. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I, of a night time, I'd just come in at like, because I my last song every night, four o'clock, you know, you come in at half, five, six in the morning, just sleep on the sofa for an hour until everybody wakes up. They go and do their day. I sleep in bed for four or five hours, try and wake up at like half 11, 11, half 11 to try and be normal again. Do you know what I mean? But by the yeah, end of it, yeah. what, what, that the fun had gone. The yeah. whole going and having a laugh was 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 finished. But yeah, I got my hands in it. I remember going in my first day to AA and just, I actually, a, a couple beside me from Dublin, an old couple. And it's not, when you're, when you think of AA, you think of this, you know what it's like on the, on the TV where you're sitting in a basement and it's all like, yeah, you know, yeah, down and out and they're all like scratching. It's not, man. This isn't a really posh hotel, the one that I worked there anyway. I don't know what it's like in Dublin, but um, I remember just being a shivering wreck and I didn't know what to do. I was late. I couldn't find a place. I ended up being 10 minutes late and walked in. And um, oh, it's just the nicest bunch of people, you know, so what's the it like? Only, like when you walk in, is it is because you're saying like you see on the movies and you're in a bay. They are like, is it is it like you're all sitting around the circle and you just talk? Like what what what's the setup like? So you yeah you go in the, yeah the, you have the head of the table, um, 
and then yeah, there's the ours isn't that busy. There's a lot of you know Norwegians, Italians, Spanish, Irish, English, and yeah, you're all just sitting around the table. Whoever chairs the meeting has a little bit. Ours is a step meeting, so you have 12 steps in AA. Each week you take another step, you read it out of the book, takes about 20 minutes, and then we all have a turn of sharing how your week went, or if you want to on on a, if you want to talk about the, the step work that you've just gone through, or just where you're at. But you end up it's what's it it's like, like sorry, Robbie, what's it like going in on your first day? Like like did oh, you never. want to be there, or were you only going because people were telling you I was only doing it just to, to try and save the marriage. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that was the answer. I said to her, "Now, you know, I'm, I'll I'll go. You know, you're just trying to save the day. You're trying to claw back. You know, she she didn't care by then anyway. She, you know, yeah, it yeah it was horrible. But yeah, I, I don't know where I was. I remember just crying my eyes out. I remember just crying, saying, "You know, I'm fucked and spent all my money and." You know, that's going to kill myself. And, you know, I ended up getting a sponsor out of that. Because, um, like, a lot of people do say that when they first go in and they're talking to, like, uh, like AA meetings or whatever, and they just start crying as soon as they start opening up and telling people course, issues yeah. and, and stuff like that. But did that help you? Yeah, yeah, of course. It takes a real man to cry. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got sponsees now where I you know they're under my wing you know what I mean and I Very encourage good. I encourage it I encourage talking openly because you've spent all of this time right in this little bubble where you don't want to tell anybody am because you don't want anybody to think that you're not doing well or you know that you're you're not well in yourself so you always try and lie and, and you manipulate my I was manipulated so many people bastards family friends you know you because at the end of the day you're not doing it malicious maliciously you're doing it because you have an addiction you're doing yeah. it because you just want to get out of your bleeding bags that's all i wanted to do didn't and it didn't cross my mind of hurting people do you know what i mean yeah yeah so you know i i, I encourage talking um especially now but that you learn that when you're in aa it, it feels like you'll never come out the other side and i remember Martin speaking to me going here listen you know you're really worried now you know I think oh what happens if she finds out about that he was like just relax you know because I mean? in a year's time I believe in a higher power I've had a tattooed on my arm today I believe I don't know if it's Jesus I don't know if it's God I know that there's somebody looking out for me there's somebody looking out for me for Martin to come into my life at that time to take me out of the situation and basically work step to step with me to where we're at now, where we're opening up a, a big franchise in Scotland, we're doing business in Dublin. Do you know what I mean? We've got all of these things that I never thought would be possible. I never thought I'd own a bar. Yeah, very so, good. Yeah. yeah, we'll go on to that. I ended up three days before lockdown. We we were we were going backwards and forwards to Dublin gigging. Um. We do a comedy hypnosis roadshow and um, we've done a big out. It's brilliant, right? We've done a big gig out in Malahide, the Grand Hotel in Malahide. Yeah. For, and there was 400 people. It was the best night of my life. It was brilliant. And we ended up, I ended up getting um, lights off a fella. My friend says, have you got enough lights? He says, fly up to the Shamrock in Fingers. He says, and pick up of a fella called Gary, right? Met this fella, Gary Rope, Yars Pub, do you know what I mean? And I'd Leo with me, right? Me, me business partner, right? Camp as you like, right? Sound like he's from or set, right? And I was going to him, you just keep your mouth shut. We just get in and out of here. Anyway, I added your man, Gary, on Facebook. The gig went brilliant. And then the next day, I went to drop the lights back. And he was actually a promoter of one of the biggest entertainment companies in Ireland, right? They run Aslan. They look after the script, right? And he oh, went, you used to our bananas. He says, I've never seen a show like it because we went live and he ended up watching it. So we kind of ended up signing tour, a tour deal with him for 10 shows in Ireland right before lockdown. Obviously, never happened. Yeah, and now we're still, we're still building towards, but I ended up buying Piccadilly's me me baby. Yeah, we used to walk. You walked there for three years, you said, yeah. And now all of a sudden you're coming back to buy it. And then uh, word had it that your man had had enough. Um, 
And I says to the other fella, I says, come on, we'll get in and try and put a bid in for it. And we ended up getting expense, everything. We put together everything, just went it all in. And then I remember sitting in the lawyers and I says, you know, what about COVID and all of that? Because nobody kind of knew about it. You know, it was like going on, you know, you never knew the extent of, of, of it now. And then, yeah three weeks later lockdown and we were just like ah oh, here what's going on yeah yeah we've ended so like, up after all of that right you've gone through a and aa how long how long ago did you start aa doing a hat i'm well i'm about 820 days to be precise but <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah. Two and look, a half years. you're at the going through all of that you're still going strong uh yeah and then obviously you've, you've got that little gig in Dublin and then it looks good and then all of a sudden that kind of fell through but then you went and bought a bar you used to work in yeah. and then lockdown happened now I've seen you on, on Facebook over the last year and you're, you seem to be doing a lot of work to it have you used lockdown to kind of change the whole setup of Piccadilly's now because that's what it looks like on 100%, Facebook 100% 100% we didn't to tell you the God's honest truth we hadn't a clue what we were doing right we've never on a bar the two of us I, I can't I don't even think I've changed a barrel of beer right yeah. and we just we went straight in and we were like we give her all of our cash and we'll just we'll, we'll blag it we'll 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 speak to the companies and we'll say here listen we need that or we need that we'll we'll get the doors open and we'll crack on that hasn't happened right so <laughs> you know as a company that there's a lot of things involved like taxes you know like yes. buying stuff but yeah yeah <laughs> We ended up selling holiday raffles and you kindly have done a few of these. Now, these were yeah. just a small income to keep this little dream alive. Mm. We've sold a lot now. We're up to about 140 holidays. Valerie Hill, well done, Valerie. She won one midweek. Yeah, she's I was going to say, I was delighted when I seen Val winning that the other day, yeah. And, and this is all a nice little, it's just such a nice little setup the way it's worked out because the two lads in AA who run my AA own these hotels. So they're now getting money to keep them afloat, working, you know, to keep us afloat. And, you know, some of our customers are going to get to go on holiday for 15 or 20 euro, whatever it is. It's madness. Like it's a, it's literally, so what was it? I know we'd give a few away on Facebook. It was literally 20, 15 or 20 euro for a ticket. And you literally get a week hotel. You get a holiday, week. Like, we, we're working with two hotels at the minute. One is um, kind of our sponsors of the bar, which is called the Holiday Club, which is like a five-star resort. Um, lovely, lovely. They own a, a big, it's called Angry Birds, a big adventure centre. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and then the two lads who I am in AA with are have three other hotels. We're working directly with these guys. And it's... It's just worked out perfect. We've we can now actually afford to right get in. Okay, we stripped it. If we had have known this was gonna happen, we would have just stripped the bar and redone it. But we didn't, so we were we just started with the idea of right, let's run it. I love eighties. I love nineties dance music. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't really play on any new music. It's always so we're like right, let's go eighties, nineties as a retro bar, and then slowly we bit of money on a, on a Sunday right we'll get that next week right we'll get that and now it's we've really used it to our advantage yeah see that's good look and that's the only thing you can do you're locked in you're in lockdown you're only at the point in, in a pub you know what I mean what else are you going to do like you can yeah, you yeah. can just kind of forget about it all or you can just survive you know oh, 100% and it's turned to my addiction now where I am I want to Someone said to me a little while ago, he says, why are you down there at six in the morning? Right? Because I go in at half five. If I wake up, I'll go in because it's only down. The two of us will be in there. And he says, why did you guys? I says, because while the rest of the owners are in bed, I, I want to be grafting. I want to have everything done to the finest point. So when we open that bar, they're looking and go, how are they so busy? You know, because I've, I've structured meetings or I've, I've done something or I've, you know, but that's now my new, I just don't stop. You know? That's now your addiction as such, instead of 100%. the drink and the drugs, like. A hundred percent. And yeah, I, yeah, I got up to 24 stone and I remember just thinking, what the hell? 
But then I've dropped down on nine days now. Very good. So I've done a lot, but lockdown, I'm up, I'm down. And then I find myself. Robbie, everybody's the same. I was saying it to you already. Everybody's the same. People are like mailing me daily. Jer, I'm up a stone. I'm up two stone. Some people are saying, like, it's it's mad, like, what, what has happened to people. But the key message is, it's okay. Everybody is the same. People are stuck in their house. Some like people are depressed. There's anxiety kicking in. There's all these different like people have lost their businesses, lost their jobs, wherever it may be. People have lost loved ones, unfortunately. You have to do whatever you have to do to survive. Okay, if put on a bit away, no problem. Gyms are opening back up. We we get it back off. You're not a problem. Once you're healthy physically and mentally, that's the main thing. Don't worry too much about the scales. That will come. You know what I mean? Yeah, mentally is the is is the big one because we are we're all like that. I remember going to her a little while ago. I need to go and see a doctor here. Do you know, I'm feeling a bit depressed and all that. But it's literally just mindset. I think it's I think for us at home, if you were to go out now down the village, there's a load of people knocking around. You know, I know your shops are closed, but in hindsight, there's still people walking around. Mm. You go out here and you go down, and there's there's nobody around. Because anybody that was around before, they're all just people on holidays. And the, yeah, and the, there is locals, but they're all starting to leave as well because you know the nobody's had work in a year and a half. Do you know what I mean? I have a lot of friends gone home now to Dublin just to work mm. two, three months and come back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it, it is, it is tough. It is tough on the head, and you have to keep mentally strong. And it, it's surrounding yourself with, with good people. Oh, for me most definitely look I was only saying to someone the other day as well on, on the last podcast actually uh, we were talking about who you surround yourself with it's so important so important and a lot of people only kind of realise that in the last year unfortunately you know what I mean like I'm always harping on about that but it's literally the amount of like friends family members of the gym whatever you talk to people and they're like yeah like you have to just surround yourself with these positive people and that's it and I don't mean yeah. someone who's just like Mr. Yeah, Motivator 24 7, just yeah, someone who's yeah. like, who wants the best for you and the oh. best for them, and, and that's it. Of course. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No thanks, babe. No thanks. That's it. That's it. St. Patrick got rid of St. Patrick, yeah. So come here, right? So tell me, this this is like fascinating the way you've literally you went to Spain, you, you didn't like school, like myself, didn't like school. You went to Spain, you found this job, all of a sudden, the lifestyle, you became addicted, obviously, to drink, to drugs no way out type of thing that's where you felt and then and then obviously you didn't make that decision in the bathroom you made the right decision let's say in the bathroom and then you just went and got help so it was really good that you had those people around you that kind of were able to point these things out to you and you to realize okay if i want to save my marriage i need to go and sort this now and i need to go to aa but it's very important who you met in aa as well and like you're talking about and i think that's really nice here robbie like you're, these people are helping you in aa but now in the middle of a pandemic yeah you need to do something to survive and, and help your business stay alive before it even gets started almost but you're yeah, helping yeah. these other people who own these hotels because that's how they earn a living people come and stay in the hotels and no one's being able to stay in the hotel for no, the last no. 15 months or whatever it was so it's yeah. good now that you're giving back because that's important if someone helps you you have to be giving back you know i find i have to keep me grounded right and to make sure that I am on the right path. Mm. I do a lot of charity work. And I, you don't want to be one of these people that, you know, do a load and then have to whack it on Facebook or out like that. There's a fine line. Mm. So I do, yeah, I, I have sponsors. I I look after people. Not like, I don't, not dishing them out cash and all that. It's you know you're you're taking them through step work you know you're you're working with people you know you're helping them try, in some way like you know you have yeah, listen you have to you know even uh, there was a young fella that I, I met yesterday and I've been on the phone to him all morning who sadly tried to take his own life yesterday in Dublin and I've been all day with him and I said to him you know I'm your now I'm your guardian angel I look out for you you know and he's he's already he's been messaging me now but listen you have to be there you have to be there with people and just have a little listen but charity work is important 100% just doing a little even you know I cook meals for the homeless right we just do it every week so you think on a Sunday I've got to do this now and the house does be stinking of course you just be giving out but (laughs) 
just to keep you keep your feet on the ground and just yeah. we went up to the food bank a little while ago and she was saying she has to feed 800 families a week now right it, it used to be like 250 now it's she's feeding 800 and it's like if you can do that a little bit just a, a tiny bit and when, when when the bar opens i want to give back more i want to you kind of want your legacy to be not someone who's like i want all of this and i want it now like exactly, i'd love to do yeah, yeah. I'd love to do something in the community for I don't I'll put my finger on it. I don't know what I want to do yet, but you know, something where it's they just go. just helping ah. people, Robbie. It's just helping people. And that's the thing. And and I think where this is coming from, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've seen at your worst stage of life, people were able to help you. And now oh. you're you just want to help others. And to be honest yeah. with you, if someone's at the helping you and a, a variety of people are at the helping you so much in that time in need surely there'd be something wrong with you if you didn't want to give back to yeah. not, not even just to them individuals but just in life in general because yeah like you're talking about that that kid you're helping now at the minute um you were there you know what i mean so yeah yeah and i'll make sure it's my mission every morning when i open my eyes to give them a quick text mm. just say listen all right you know just just that little small message just i love it when i get them i have a few friends and we and we do it quite a lot just just a little message go how are you keeping are yeah, you all right yeah. have you got anything you want to talk that's that's very important robbie right you're you're like in your 30s you're a male you're a real like from the outside and and like you said when you were in working in that bar and you're like everyone thinks you're just a life and soul of the party and there's nothing wrong with you but inside you're you're struggling you're a shell you know the kind of way when i yeah, went yeah. over to puerto rico that time I was like, this fella has the life. You know, I didn't know you yeah. were drink. Well, obviously, I actually had a drink with you in the pub, but I didn't know you were, like, excessively drinking. I didn't know you were addicted to drink. I didn't know you were on drugs. Like, but then, when you're in that type of situation and all of that is happening to you, right, it's hard to reach out and speak. But then, this is the problem. Like, so many men just don't speak out. But don't get no. me wrong, it is women as well. So many women won't speak out. It's not just men yeah. or women, but I do talk to women about these things, but I'm talking to you and you're a man and it's very important. And I know so many people that lads in their 30s, 40s, 50s, wherever struggling and they just don't speak out because oh, I'm a man. Why would I speak yeah. out? I'm a man, I shouldn't be speaking no. out. Of course you should. Yeah, and that's, I kind of am a little bit vocal as on Facebook. So when I hit a milestone, if I've had, you know, a, a year was the big one. Mm. You know, you're like, God, I'm sober a year. And then, you know, as the years go on, you know, as milestones go on, I kind of like sharing them just for the, because you wear that man, you wear the, the hierarchy. You know? And if there's someone down there that might turn around now and go, here, listen, it's happened four or five times now. I have a problem. Okay, yeah. no problem. Let's meet out of wherever we are nobody knows where we're going and we'll shoot off and we'll, we'll talk the truth you know what I mean okay what can I do for you how can I be of service you know if there's people watching this now Gerald leave a link to my Facebook if anybody wants to have a chat I said to your man yesterday who you know I was dealing with I'm not the answer to all of your problems yeah, yeah, yeah. I answer because you know what the answer is the answer is for you is to never sniff another line of coke again That's it's as simple as that Okay, but what I can do is I'll give you advice. I, I can work out problems. Okay, do your own money. Okay, we can we can talk that through. We, we'll we'll be able to help you out. You know, what else can? We yeah, I think it's just like people do try and talk to me about these type of stuff, and it's great that they reach out. I'm always the very first thing I'd nearly always say to them is, like, you have to understand it's it's fantastic that you're at the reach out because people just don't, right? And like I said, no. it's not just men or women. I always tell people as well that, look, I'm not a counsellor, but some people think I can't speak out because I don't want to go to a counsellor. It's not for me, although they've never done it before, right? So they just don't speak to anybody because they're like, I can only speak to a counsellor. You can speak to anybody. Don't get me wrong. If someone's speaking to me, it's not like I'm not a qualified counsellor. I'm not qualified to talk about certain things. I'm not going to advise yeah, people yeah. on certain things because I'm just not qualified, but I would always just recommend they go to a counsellor, but you can still just talk and, and back and forth and give your perspective on things and, and help them. But when people actually just open their mouth and start talking, like like what you said, and you start bawling in the AA meeting, happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think sometimes it's about speaking to somebody who's been through stuff and that 
I'm not saying that like a counsellor is going to get madly deeply involved and all that, but sometimes it's just to have a little bit of a chat, give them a bit of an encouragement, say, listen, you can stop. You know, now I could never in my wildest dreams, because I remember coming down walking to work one night thinking, I'll never be able to never drink again. In my head, I, I wouldn't be able to, because everything is always revolved around having a drink, you know. You go on your holidays, you know, you want to go to your favourite bar, you know. You're brought up that way. You're brought up to get locked on your 18th, to go bananas on your 21st, you know. And that's just, it's just, it's bred into you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking, how, how, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do it. How am I going to be able to not drink? You know, I, yeah. I was only two months and Donna got married and we all, the family went over to Fort Ventura. Mm. And I'm thinking, ah, but I don't know what I'm going to do. I remember just going, we went to a couple of bars one night. I lasted about a half an hour and I went here, listen, I'm like, I have to go home. Like, Sarah's like, well, we're only just there. And I go, I have to go home. <laughs> you know, but now I'm quite happy to, you know, you know, do what if we're going on a night out, I'll go on a night out. The, the question is, anymore sober, like, yeah, they, like, because at the start, you know, you're like, oh my god, they're gonna realize I'm not drinking and I'm gonna have to have a drink that looks like a drink. And you know, people don't care, you know what I mean? People don't of course, care, about of course. And that's the you thing, and that's why it's key, it's, it's good for people, to, let's say, to hear you talking about it and to talk to you about it, maybe because you've been there and done it. And for someone to say, oh, well, I just can't give up the drink, and all the lads are going to the pub, I can't sit there. Like now, now yeah. it's actually, it's like, sure, there's non-alcoholic drinks. Do you know what I mean? So I would imagine yeah. it's I, much easier now to get away yeah. with it. If you wanted to pretend you were drinking or something like that, I don't know. Like, you know, no one's going to get, it's not like yeah, back I, in the day where you'd get stick. Do you know what I mean? If you weren't drinking, you'd yeah, get stick of off the lads. Like no one cares. Now, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah, it's, you, you've come to, I suppose you would do if you were younger. Now, now you're getting older. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think of me. I'm happy in myself. You know, you get to a point in your life where you, you you don't have to wear the best clothes or you don't have to wear, drive the best car. I'm just happy in myself. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a nice feeling. It's a nice feeling of contentment. I like, you know, I sit out the back garden. We've a, a nice garden and I just sit there and, you know, of an evening. I always make sure I have an hour if I can. And I don't know why I'm up by sitting a little lazy spot right and <laughs> I couldn't be any happier right I, I couldn't you know there's loads going on around me there's you know yeah we're hemorrhaging money yeah it's hard to pay the bills at the minute all of that but are you happy in yourself you know look I know it's you- easier said than done but it's look we're all the same we're all like my business is closed you know what I mean but you have to yeah. always look at the positives and you have to be like look we're healthy, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Um, I just hope that it's going to come out the other end where it's, you know, it'd be like a bill. You know, I, I honestly think that it was kind of made to happen for us, if like, if that makes sense, where, you know, we've made the, the most out of it now. We're still not finished. We're, we're still doing some work. But when we actually are finished, kind of got the paperwork all sorted out, people will be here. And we've had that year to progress and... Learn, you know. Well, there you go. Like you're talking about, it could have happened. At, it happened at a really good time. Like you opened, or you were gonna open that pub, and you said but you it, didn't know what you were doing. That would have been a. It would have been the car crash. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and and well, now we are to spending that year to, I suppose, get trained up on the business end of it. I suppose, and also yeah, yeah, yeah. do the facility up as well. So surely, yeah. and look, don't get me wrong. I know does the. There's the money that is like your hemorrhaging money. I understand that, but surely when you open, you will be it'll stand here. Your business will oh, be better when you open. Well, if we had of opening just before, if we'd have just gone in and opened, it, we wouldn't have to we wouldn't have to bar now because you yeah. have to social security and bloody bloody blast. We kind of we really dodged a bullet. Do you know what I mean? On on that, so I'm delighted. But it's going to be brilliant. It's and we're gone. We're, we've just been booked for um, a big football club in Dublin to go back and do a gig oh. at the end of all. Um, and we've been booked to go to Glasgow and we're doing a gig in Doncaster and we've won booked in for London. So wow. the minute the minute it, it comes good, we're, we're, we're straight back. Very good. Well, you need to get into the gym when you get over here in August. I'll be, I'll be making sure you get in here. We do a little walkout. Yeah. 
Yes. And we get you uh, into I, the studio and we do a, a podcast in the room. We'll do a little. Zoom, yeah. And, and we get um, an update on your business and see how it's going. That, oh, sure. Listen, that's, that's none the wiser. I can't wait. We'll, uh, we'll have to, we'll probably do some sort of little fitness holiday over there that way as well. The gym, Most the members, you know, we bring I them all away with us. It, it doesn't, we walked from one end of Grand Canaria to the other, right? And it's unbelievable. Mm. It's, it was the hardest thing I ever done because, again, just got sober, taught myself. We were raising money for breast cancer. And I, and I, got, I got pulled into it by um, a fellow who runs the Canary Awards, Edwards, if you're watching. And he asked us to come along and do it. And we were like, yeah, come on, we'll do we'll do one day. We'll do the last day. You know, we'll do 30 kilometers or whatever it was. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And then before, you know, at the end of the day, we'd signed up. And I showed up completely 20 stone, right? New pair of walking shoes on. And I remember <laughs> this fella going, here, listen, do you know what you're, do you know what you've signed up for? And I was going, nah, should listen, we walk every day. Don't you know what I mean? I'm, don't worry about me, pal. <laughs> I had the walk, walking sticks and all. And I remember half an hour in thinking, what the hell have I done here? <laughs> we, it was a day and a half uphill, right? And I mean, we were climbing mountains. And I, we were halfway through the first day and we stopped off. And I remember saying to Leo, I goes, I'm not finishing this. I said, there's no, there's not, there's, I just about got to this cafe, right? And he says, here, listen, I grab a can of Coke, grab a can, you know, get a bit of sugar into you. And I was going, good idea, Paul, good idea, right? <laughs> Two cans of Coke. And I swear to God, after about 20 minutes of climbing the next hill, I completely, I shut down. I was crying. I was asking for, oh, call the ambulance and all. And uh, I ended up getting through it. It was the most rewarding thing I've ever done, really, because it, we'd done 100 kilometers, I think, in like, three days or something you know but I was so badly out of shape you know the 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 group that we were with on the first day you know where they got the base camp at like you know six o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> I was still wanting a half ten that night you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you the, still the did it though you did it that's the main yeah, thing yeah. Oh, well, oh, on, on the walking and the fitness end of it like because I know I know you're big into talking about mental health and and your because obviously you've had your own issues that you're very vocal about, and now you're helping other people, which is really, really good. I'm delighted to hear that, that you're helping people and, and using your experience to show people that there is a better way, you know, the kind of way. But tell me, when you're exercising, like, why do you exercise? Because I know you have the Ed's mental space. health side of it. Headspace. I like, right, now that's getting... Because it's getting warm during the day. You, you, we go out walking. Me and the wife go out walking in the morning, or I'll go out and I'll just take a podcast on, and I'm I'm gone. We it, I have the luxury of living on one of the most beautiful islands. Yeah. I think anywhere. Yeah, I walk from Puerto Rico in around the Amadores, which you walk around the cliff sides. You know, it's mm. ten kilometers. But I just I I like just walking. I put the headphones on, and I could be gone for two or three hours. You know what I mean? Um, and especially now, I like going out about nine o'clock at night where it's just getting dark because we're allowed out now. Cause, yeah, I, and I don't know what it was like in Ireland, but the police are very tough here. If you're weed a curfew at nine o'clock, if you're anybody out on the road after nine o'clock, you're getting fined. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Which are allowed out now. And plus, if you're walking during the day, especially like I've done that hill walk that you're talking about over to Amadoris. Like, you don't really want to be doing it. If you're going to go with 10K walk, you don't really want to be doing it in the middle of the day and that heat. Like, you're better off no. doing it at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's kicking up now. You can see that the... You forget about it every year. You forget how hot it is. You forget... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's a luxury for people that come over. They love it, you know what I mean? But when you actually live here, I know it sounds really bad, but, like, I don't really like the sun, right? I like... I, I like... Ha, ha, like... I just don't like sitting in it. I don't like, I'm not one of these where I'd go Sunday all the time because you just have your normal life. You know what I mean? You have to do the school run. You have to drop the young football. You know what I mean? She wants to go off with her mate. So you just, it's just a normal life. Yeah. But you know, here you go. Like it's the last couple of days, it's bum, it's gone up a couple of degrees. Like so. Yeah, but there's, there's not a better place to get out and have a bit of a walk yeah. and just. Like, I am, how, how does it help you though? Like, does it, 
does it just help you have a better mindset? Does it help you? Like, yeah. does it put you in better yeah. mood? Does it? In every way in my life. In every way in my life. Because, one, if you're not walking, I'll eat what I want. Right? And I'll drink coffee. I love coffee, right? I love coffee with sugar. So, if, if, if I am walking, I don't have these things. I don't eat the crap food, right? And when I am walking, your whole mindset just clicks for me anyway. But then I start thinking, right, I do, I do it to an extreme. I don't have that, you know, oh, could you go to gym? And then I'll allow myself this where I'm like, right, I'll just drink water. I won't eat for three days. You know, I try and yeah, just... Yeah cram it all in and then it seems like such a mission when you're you know if you've kind of let yourself go a little bit and you're like oh man that that's a big mountain back up to where I was do you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. it's medium now especially I have time and I have ballooned back out again Um, I have gone from you know 20 I was about 24 stone the heaviest I've been and I'm about 19 and a half 19 now I should be down to 16, really. That's my ideal for the side. But you have a goal, you know what I mean? You have a goal. Lockdown's about to be lifted. Like, it's getting lifted now. Shops are open and stuff here. The gym is opening in, what, two weeks, I think, here as well. Like, you, the whole world is getting back to normal, so you can get into that routine now. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's and, and it's important, and this is why I'm going to follow up with you as well. When you get the, the, gym, op- or the gym open, I was going to say, when you get the pub opened, you're going to be busy. It's your, it's your little baby now. You're going to be working on a 24-7, but you need to remember the mindset that you have when you are exercising. And it's not just yeah. out on a stroll you're going. I know you're saying walking. like You're, you're climbing hills. I know you're going up mountains and stuff like that as well. So just, it's proper. It's mountain climbing almost you're doing. So it's important yeah. that you find the time to do that, you know? Yeah. You have to have. Yeah, I have to. Like, I boxed off every morning. I take the kids to school at night. And... Like we're lucky enough to, when you have your own, I can take an hour out. I can do the nine till half ten, and then I can go off and do what we have to do for the day. So mm. that is my little time in the morning. And then you you don't feel so guilty when it gets to later on. And if you do come in and have a cup of tea and have a little bit of a chill out, you're not beating yourself up over it that you have. But definitely, and uh, we'll uh, we'll put a little plan into action for ourselves of course course, yeah happy days so tell me how's everything now though with the family obviously how how long did you say again you're sober two and a half years so two and a half years since you had a drink or touch drugs is it drink drugs smoking lying gamp the whole lot everything in one bit and how is that now with you and the family is everything unbelievable but like we talked the other day, I'm not saying that we haven't had an argument, but it might just be a little petty, you know. Mm. You said you'd put the jacket with eight in the oven, do you know what I mean? <laughs> we haven't had in 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 so long. And it's 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 what I I'd look at other couples, right? And I'd go, I'd love to be like them, you know, because they're sitting there having a good time where if I was on a night out with her, yeah, we'd go out together and we'd go to a bar together, then I'd just be gone. I'd come back a half an hour later. Say, Where have you been? I was out over there. Or, do you know what I mean? Before I know what I'm, I'm gone. So it's just nice to have that little connection back, I suppose. Yeah, and the kids, yeah. May is 16. She's leaving school. She's in a band and all. And Leo's, Leo's playing for David Silva's football team, actually. Very good. That's where he's from here. So he's playing in Arginnig and he is now for, um, for them and loving it. He loves the ball. He, he out morning, noon, and night, and he's just gone. You know Brilliant. what I mean? Brilliant. So on that side, it's good. And yeah, we're we we done a lot. We done a a lot of work with the TV as well over lockdown. We run a show called Loose Man on Canary TV. Yeah, yeah. That ended up just being just me and me and Leo just having a laugh, kind of on our own social media, which then ended up getting took over to. Um, Canary TV and we were live on there every night at five o'clock it was, it was unreal that's really what kept us ticking as well through you just the need lockdown. something to keep going don't you like you just yeah. like obviously oh. we're at some stages we were doing outdoor classes obviously we are doing online training but there's other stuff you need to do like I, I was saying on uh, I was saying to one, on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago I became a bit of a gardener. I started doing stuff out my garden and yeah. everything. Like, do you know what I mean? Not yeah. that I'd be, not that I'd actually be a bit of a gardener because yeah. you know, we are just doing something 
to to keep yourself busy. That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This ended up just it was it was a laugh in the end. We ended up getting a load of people on from playing EastEnders and Emmerdale and all of these. Yeah, we boxed yeah, yeah. and it, it was just it was really we ended up being this like lifeline for people where it was yeah, just yeah. us three as I am in now in the youngless bedroom, you know, the exact same setup. Yeah. There was no microphones. It was really organic. And it really, yeah. it built, you were on it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it built to just be this lovely little thing. And we ended up letting it go because it was just so much work and I couldn't, we couldn't commit to it really anymore. But we ended up winning a load of awards and all. We went to an award. <laughs> we went to an award <laughs> in the Canary Awards, right? And we won the first award, which was for um, uh, best video, best online video or something. We've done a, a video of the 10 reasons why you should come to Grand Canary. This is like pre-lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So I got up and I picked that one up and then I won best TV presenter. I remember right? saying that. I was brilliant. And, and we, won, we won another one, but that it was just, it was surreal. It was really surreal. The awards was surreal and... Makes it it was worthwhile a, as well, like you know, you're you're just trying to be on there to keep yourself busy, but to entertain people, and then you're winning awards for it, like you know. That's, yeah, that's a, it was, nice it was brilliant, but yeah, I'd I, I'm looking forward to doing more of it really in the future, um, and yeah, especially the gigs. I miss the gigs. I miss the laugh. I miss, you know. For anybody that's been to one of the shows, will will know. You know, I get, I do like on the next one. I'd get into someone's gaff and all beforehand. So you know, like <laughs> the man, it was beforehand, and I'd be like in our bed or in our shower. We'd be having dinner and all of that. You know, I pick the kids up from school, and then you know, on the night we get her up and we, we you win the adverts where we give away holidays. And, you know, then just it's like, it's like the like you said, Ant and Deck, the Saturday night takeaway. Oh, do you know what I mean? But. <laughs> I just, I miss, I, I don't like being serious all the time. I don't like, that's the first time I've really told my story as well. I've never really told yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Went into a little, you know, I've done my own thing. I don't really associate myself with a lot of other people anymore. Only the people that I really think are going to benefit me in my life, you know. So to open up has been a big thing. I was worried about it as well a little bit where I didn't want to come across like I know everything. You know, yeah, look, like what we said earlier as well, like you're not a counselor, I'm not a counselor, it's just about letting people know that you're there for them, you're there to talk, you've been there and done it. So, you're a good you're a good person to bounce off and, and talk about where you are, your feelings, like what you're thinking, and then you can come back and say, Yeah, I was once there, but now I'm here. And I think that's very important. Yeah. Like, you're not just like you're not just at the being there, you're showing people, Okay, here's the way you should go, like, here's the way you've went. You have to be into AA. You're doing all this charity work, and I know we've spoke a little bit about it, but you do a lot more than you've even spoke about, okay? And look, I, I know you don't really want to be talking about all the, the stuff you do, but it's a credit to you that you've, you've realized there's people that are at the helping you. Now you're trying to give back, but you're giving back 10 times what is being given to you as well, because I can see stuff yeah. that you're doing. I, obviously, I do talk to you outside of social media and stuff like that as well. So fair play to you for doing all that. I really um, think it's important to give back but you're, you're giving back 10 times more, do you know what kind of way? So fair play. To yeah, you. I believe that the more, the more good you put in, because, because I was a liar and I was a deceiver and I con people and I was in a minute, you know, I, I do everything that you shouldn't be doing. Mm. You know, I, I believe now that if, if I, my problem is I might, yeah, I might do too much and I can't fix every problem. I'll try. I'll give it a bash. Yeah, I'll, yeah. You know, I yeah. Okay, I'm to help. That's all. That's all, Robbie. Yeah, I'm I'll, trying to help. Do you know what I mean? You're not. You're not going around saying you're Mother Teresa. Do you know what I mean? You're just trying to help, and that's all you can do. You know what I mean? You're yeah. helping somebody. You're reaching out, or people are reaching out to you. You're able to help. Happy days, and and obviously you you, you let them know about the AA place you went to or wherever it may be, whoever they may need yeah. to speak to. You know what I mean? Or and I do both because a good friend of mine, Paul, I ended up getting good friends from Wales and I, we, we now do an NA meeting every Sunday night in, in Cardiff mad bananas the arch and but it's like you have these little groups of people you know what I mean you, and I had to log on on a Sunday because you want to know how this fella's getting on do you know what I mean yeah, you want to yeah. 
a group interaction where you're all spurring each other on as well because it's like you get charged. It's like if I go to a meeting, you have this. It's like you, you know, you're if you're running low on energy and you know you think, ah, oh, for God's sake, I have to go to this meeting tonight. And I'd say to her, ah, leave it tonight, and she'll go, no, go on, go. But you are charging yourself up because you know you're talking to like-minded people, and you know the stories you do here make your hair stand on end. Do you know what I mean? I'm a, mm. You, it's you, you need you need that balance in your life, and I have to take that time for that. And you know, meditating is a big thing as well. You do a like, lot of meditating. I do. I try to. Right. I'm not going to say at the very start of my my drink or my sobriety, I did. Um. I try and just get on my hands and knees in the morning and have a little pray. Dear. Never thought, uh, yeah, I never thought I'd say that, right? <laughs> but when I first started, and you know, it's on 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 a step work where you have to, you know, give yourself up and you know, get on your hands and knees and, and say and say a prayer. You know, you have to try and start off your day with doing this now and finish the day. Maybe I'm and I'm not talking about a half an hour mass here and doing a collection. I'm talking about <laughs> just just. A, a little, a little bit of gratitude of you know why, why, what, what, what you're happy for to have in your life, or how did your day go? Okay, at the end of the day, just have a little five minutes. Just really happy that that's happened, and okay, I'll do that tomorrow. And you know, I'm glad I could have done that today, and just be a little bit of service. You know what I mean? And then that's it. You can yeah, close your like, day. I actually know a lot of people. I don't do a lot of meditating, but when it comes to gratitude as well, like like I often would just I wouldn't get up in the morning and get on the ground and do it, but I. I always take time to say, look around in my life and realize why I'm lucky to have certain friends, family, you know, stuff like, and people just in my life in general, you know, but I see loads of people now on social media. The first thing they do, get up in the morning and they almost like prayer. They give gratitude and and they write down things they're happy for, you know, and and it just kind of, a lot of people don't realize how lucky they are, but when you start writing these things down, then you realize... Oh, I didn't realize I was that lucky. What am I getting yeah. out about? People get up and they're like, the world's against me. But then when they write down everything they have in their life, they're like, why, why would I be? Yeah, yeah. Look at the stuff that's going on in the news. Look at people that are suffering with X, Y, and Z. What am I giving out about? Yeah. First world problems, Robbie, you know? Yeah. I, I journal a lot. So that really helps as well for anybody. You know, if you're starting off, I have an, I have an app. So, you know, you can... How is your day gone? You know, and you can have an emoji. Boom. Was it good? Was it very good? Was it excellent? Okay. What happened? You know what I mean? So if I'm bad's happened, it's always good just to just to ping it down. All right. I ended up I annoyed bloody bloody blah 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 blah. You've kind of put it to bed then. You know, your brain's not at night time then going, oh fuck's sake. I really I shouldn't have done that today, or I could have done that better. You've already read it all down. You know, you've had your little bit of a thing and then you can kind of turn off that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's that's a problem with a lot of people. They don't turn off. They obviously overthink everything, but when you're writing all this stuff down, like you said, it kind of parks it off then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like going back because you can you can see all the happy days. But I like mm. sometimes I'll go in and go, fucking hell, man, this time last year. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was worried about yes. leaving that. You know, oh my, you know, and how far you would have come. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just little small little steps every day. Just do a little small little bit every day to try and, um, yeah, better yourself. Just be a better version of yourself. You know what I mean? That's look, there's a saying you improve 1% a day. You know what I mean? You improve 365% in a year. Like that. Oh, look at that. You can't even, you can't even get them muscles into the screen. Look at the size of them muscles. No, well, I tell you, I'm going to be testing them muscles when you get over here in August. I'm going to get you into this gym. We're going to do a workout. We'll do the podcast again. We'll do a follow-up. But between now and then, what's the plan? Obviously, you're going to open up the doors of Piccadilly. There's a lot of people going over from Ireland for free. Well, well, 20 euro ticket. You know what I mean? It might as well be bloody free, right? But they're going to go to Piccadilly's. What can they expect when they walk into the doors of Piccadilly? It's straight off the bat, right? It's just... It's just fun, right? That's what we're aiming for. Now, we've always done this, and I know it sounds cheesy and cliche, but you kind of, like, especially Leo, he's my right-hand man in everything I do, right? 
he's my business partner. He's also my best friend. He's bananas, right? And he's more, you know, he wants to do a staff dance and all this. You know what I mean? He's going, here, listen, you know, we want to have like, and I'm like, you're all right. I said, you can do that. There's no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, you. Of, yeah, we have games. Listen, he's a fully qualified hypnotist. So we do that two or three times a, a, a week. We also do hypno bingo which is um, you'll take, say, five or six people that have been hypnotized. Um, we play bingo, and then we make them do crazy things when their numbers come out. Um, we, we, there's just an array of things we do. You know, Robbie's balls is back where, you know, you have 36 balls in a big bingo machine. So <laughs> you get a question, right? You come up and have a shot, and you pick a number. It could be anything. You might have to dress as a chicken and go to McDonald's and bring me nuggets back, or you might have to... <laughs> They are, you know, have a fake Tyson tattoo. So all of these things just make for a really enjoyable night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. just everybody go, having a crack, taking a piss out of yeah. each other and just having the buzz. Yeah. And I miss it so much. I miss just having, like I say, having the crack, having a bit of a laugh, you know, and I'm playing music because music is, is to me is everything. I listen to music the minute I'm up out of bed, I've, I've something on or I'm, I'm, t- I'm, yeah. I music is is a big part of my life, huge. I think it, music is a like you said. As soon as you're up out of bed, you put music on. It can if you put on music that you enjoy. Let's say it can put you in a good mood straight away. Like, and yeah. I love finding new tunes. I love finding not new tunes. I love finding old tunes. And go, oh my god, that'll bring you back to you know your dancing and, and under eight bands. Do you know what I mean? It, Oh, when yeah. you're 15 going into these days, yeah. you know. ready to fight the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. But look, I'm looking forward to getting over. We won't be able to get over this year, but I'm going to try and get over next year. We'll have the crack. And I'm looking forward to seeing you opening the doors on social media and following up on it and seeing how you get yeah. on. So I want to wish you the best of luck. It's been a tough year for all of us, but uh, yeah. I'm really excited to see what you've done when it's finished to Piccadilly's and all these crazy videos. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing you sending someone down to buy you McDonald's in a yes. chicken soup. Hypnotized. <laughs> Think of their Donald's. Right, listen, it's been amazing. Yeah, listen, um, Robbie, thank you very much for coming on and, and sharing your story. I know you haven't really t- spoke openly as this about it, especially going in, in detail as well. I'm sure it wasn't easy. I know you're nervous coming on, but honestly, thank you very much for talking about it, especially so many people are going to listen to this and realise they're in the same situation. They'll reach out to somebody, anybody, and just realise that there's, there's obviously better ways of doing things, you know? Yeah, yeah. My phone is always on. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Listen, Robbie, thank you very much, okay? Enjoy the rest of your evening, all right? God bless, buddy. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so a massive thank you to Robbie for coming on and being so honest about everything. Guys, please remember, if anybody out there is suffering like Robbie once was, reach out to people, speak up about it, and it will help. If anybody is going to Puerto Rico on holidays, make sure to check out Piccadilly's Bar. Robbie will certainly look after you. And again, guys, just a massive thank you to everybody tuning in every week. I do appreciate the support. If you're enjoying them, share it on social media, tell your friends and family. Thank you very much. Take care. This is the Jerry Conroy Fitness Podcast. Podcast. For more, see jerryconroy.ie.